Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for Curbside with the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi electric elite contractor. Alongside Super Bowl champ Kerry Davis and Matthew Rocchio. No Randy Carricker today, but we go to the celebrity line now to talk to Voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber. Kerbs, how are you doing today? Brooke, I'm good. How are you guys? Oh, we're doing, doing good because it's almost time for the Blues season to finally start. Are you ready for preseason just to be done so that we can get this started? Listen, you, you guys have to be excited as all heck. There's going to be like... NHL games to talk about, hockey to break down. You'll be able to go like 20 minutes without talking starting pitching. (laughs) Thank you. You'll be able to do. You you will not have you will not have to make starting pitching the focus of two consecutive segments for the next eight months. We are appreciative. We are we we are very excited about that because you you're high on hopium going into the Blues season. Which by the way, the Blues taking on the Stars this Thursday. You're high on hopium because you don't know what to expect to go with the Blues this season going into the season. Yeah, you know what? Uh, There's a couple of ways of looking at things right now, and that is that with camp having ended, nothing really came out as a surprise in training camp. So. I guess somebody might say, if, if you are, a, you know, if you're a negative-minded person, you might say, well, that means that Bullduke didn't step up and take a spot, or that means that Dean didn't, so you know, something didn't happen there. But at the but the way to really be looking at this is camp went personnel-wise pretty much as you would expect it to go. Uh, the younger players that you wanted to see something from stayed in camp longer. That was positive. They've gone down to Springfield now. They'll get their seasoning. They'll continue to grow as 20-year-old pros from that standpoint. And then, really, from a Blues roster standpoint, things ended up pretty much working out as you would have handicapped it going in. So I I think that's a positive because a lot of guys, I think, had very solid camps, and they were able to get things going in the right direction. So I'm excited to see what happens when things, you know, count for sure here on Thursday night. Curbs the Blues made some uh some some moves over the weekend. They placed Rosen, uh McKenzie McEachern, Nathan Walker and goalie uh, Malcolm Subin on waivers. Any of those guys do you expect any of those guys to get claimed by a team or do you expect them to be be in Springfield after 1 p.m. today? That's a great question. I I I would expect I think the two out of there that could possibly get claimed um, and although I didn't see much about goalie injuries around the league, the two that could possibly get claimed to me could be Rosen or Subban. 
Um, I'd be surprised if the other two got claimed. And so, and, and one, you know, there, there hasn't been a big market for Nathan Walker. He's cleared waivers before. Uh, and it's a two-year one-way contract for Mackenzie McEachern. So I, I got to think, because when, you know, Gary, when somebody gets claimed, that, that means like, like if the Chicago Blackhawks, for example, were to claim them, they got to keep them on the NHL roster mm-hmm. or put them on waivers and potentially have somebody else claim them. And then they're on the hook for those salaries as well. So, uh, no, even like even those guys getting put on waivers kind of fell to where you would have thought it might have gone. You know, the other guy, like the one guy that did not have to clear waivers would have been Jake Neighbors. But Jake played well enough to, to get to his second opening day lineup. And the, the other one would have been Nikita Alexandrov. He had to clear waivers, but being still a young player with the uh, potential that he has, I think he would have easily been claimed. So I, I, I think this is sorting out still the way everybody expected. One of the surprises, I mean, I know last year we talked, Baruby spoke about it, about Callie Rosen, said last year is last year. He has to earn every spot. Every spot has to be earned. Callie Rosen getting sent down or getting waived was one of the surprising things for me, just based on how he played and how well he performed uh, last season for this team. Yeah, except sometimes what happens is the, just the numbers game mm-hmm. eventually oh, plays out here. So, you know, like – I, I believe Callie Rosen can play a regular shift in the NHL. I, I believe Callie Rosen is an NHL player um, and and can be an effective one. I like his calm, his poise back there, and I think he could actually help the St. Louis Blues. But the, when you look at the defense the way it is, and you've got a top four defense right now that is, is healthy in Pareko, Letty, Krug, and Falk, your fifth defenseman is a healthy Marco Scandella, and you want now you you want a little bit of the, the nastiness, and we saw Tucker, you know, we saw his physicality, I think, come into play with every preseason game that he played here, and getting more and more comfortable. So, uh, to me, Tucker ends up your your sixth defenseman with guys like a, a healthy Scott Perunovic able to work in there as well, and then there's Robert Bortuzzo, and then Callie Rosen. It just came down to simply put a numbers game, and and who you were going to put on waivers at this point. So sometimes those things sort themselves out. If you ended up with one or two defensemen injured, Callie Rosen isn't on waivers. And it's just that's just kind of the way the roster set has to happen. Well, as you mentioned, there hasn't been many surprises during the preseason, but I think one thing that I've been watching and fans too is what's going on with Scott Perunovich and Tori Krug and how the Blues will handle that moving handle that moving forward. Perunovich getting an assist on the power play in the final game, so does Tori Krug. How do you think that the Blues will manage that going into the season early on? Well, it's you know I I think the majority if there's going to be a, a playing time situation is going to obviously go to Tory Krug. He's a guy you've got under contract for a lot of money for the next three years. So I mean that's that's again that to me sometimes sometimes we don't want to overcomplicate it. Numbers kind of dictate how things go. Um, Scott had a good camp. I thought he played a really good first game. Maybe not so much a second game, but. He played more games than anybody else in in training camp, and I think that's because the Blues wanted to make sure they gave them every opportunity to see what they have. Uh, the, the fact that they decided to, you know, put Callie Rosen on waivers and not Scott Perunovich tells you. And these guys, listen, these guys reach out to other teams. They get a sense of if somebody goes on waivers, could he get claimed? And uh, so I, I got to think that that would have been a pretty much a no-brainer that Scott would have been claimed had he gone on waivers. Uh, so. It's just going to be an oper- a matter of 
when he gets in, how does he perform? I don't see a lot of scenarios, for example, where I don't see a lot of scenarios where you have uh, both those guys in the lineup at the same time, out of ne- unless it's out of necessity. It's just because Craig Berube likes the, and, and Doug Armstrong likes size back there. You know, so when is he going to get that opportunity? We'll have to wait and see. Do they spell Tucker? Do they put Rosen in and they kind of bring these young guys along? Probably, but at some point you want to see Perunovic get in there at a stretch of 10 games, 15 games, and just see what he can do consistently. Because, listen, there's one, there's one aspect, guys, for me with, with defensemen that defensemen have to be given the opportunity to make mistakes which I realize can be counterintuitive to a team saying we need points and winning. <laughs> but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to Ian Cole. It, the way that the team used Ian Cole uh, when he was a young player, a good first, you know, a 24th overall pick, uh, a good player. Ken Hitchcock just never fully trusted Ian Cole out there. And Ian Cole got to the point where every time he was on the ice, he was going out there scared and worried about not making a mistake, Right. Instead of just playing his game, he was worried about not making a mistake because every time he'd make a mistake, you know, Hitchcock would put him on the bench or he'd be a scratch. And eventually they make the trade, Cole to Pittsburgh, for Bortuzzo. Yes, that worked out for both teams. But Ian Cole started playing 24, 25 minutes a game with the Penguins and anchored back-to-back Stanley Cups. So, to, to me, you've got to give young defensemen a chance to get in there, make mistakes and grow from them and prove to you that they can learn from them. And at some point, I think that's going to be a necessity for Perunovic. Curves, our last question, and I don't know if we asked you this. I wanted to get your opinion on Tory Krug uh, and his response to the trade rumors that happened over the, the offseason. He said he chose to stay here and, and talked about, you know, they were pretty crappy last year and he wants to be part of the solution uh, and not part of the problem. What did you think about that? Listen, I, I loved everything that Tory Krug said about it. I think, I think he took some accountability for the fact that it was his own level of play that led to him, you know, being potentially included in a trade. Uh, and I think he owned the fact that he himself has to be better, which is, I, I think, a positive. But Tory Krug is a competitive, competitive player, and when healthy and good to go. Uh, he, he's going to deliver just fine for the St. Louis Blues. I think this will also serve as some motivation for him as well. I also believe, Kerry, that you know a player signs a contract and a team offers a contract. And if a team's willing to give a, a full no-trade clause, I have no problem with a player that wants to basically stand by that and say, no, I, I don't want to be traded there. And I, I know Philly's in a complete rebuild. John Tortorella can be a difficult coach to play for. Maybe not a great situation. Did he talk to other people that, you know, were in that situation? And he says, nope, that's not for me. I, I do believe he considered all options before he said, no, I'm staying. But um, I, to me, I just fully believe that if a player has earned that right, uh, hey, I have no problem with him exercising it. And I think a team, as Doug Armstrong proved, has to be perfectly fine with him exercising it because you made that offer to him. So, um, I liked I liked everything about how that whole thing was handled. To be honest with you, the Blues tried to do something they thought would better the team, and Tory Krug stood by his guns on what he wanted personally, which was his right. And I think you're going to see him motivated, and I think you have seen a a, a really energized, focused uh, Tory Krug in camp. Yeah, I think that that's a very good takeaway. Well, I know the Blues are going to be doing a little bit of a bonding trip before they open the season this Thursday in Dallas. Do you and Joey do a little bonding trip too? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah, but but we go to the spa instead. So, um, 
No, I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't know what I would do in a spa, to be honest with you. Um, Relax. Walk, That's what you do. Yeah. I'd walk into a spa, they'd say, well, first off, we need to get a bigger robe. So, I mean, it would just be a bad experience all the way around. But the, um, uh, no, so the team, the team's going to practice today, this morning at 9.30, out at Centene, and then they're going to uh, head off to Dallas. And the reason for this is, is a pretty good one. You've been in town with camp. You only do day of. You've had a lot of different players in and out of the locker room because of the size. You've got your roster down now. And you go to Dallas for Thursday, follow that up then with three home games over the next week, right? So we're home on Saturday with the home opener and the pregame party at, uh, at Union Station from 3 to 5. And then the team's home from there until after that next Saturday game. And so not a lot of road opportunities. So I know the players are excited. They're looking forward to getting out. I think this group is coming together real tight, real quick. That's another positive vibe. Um, As for me and Joe, we've got a few other things to take care of. So we're going to fly out on Wednesday and make sure we're ready for Thursday. (laughs) That's good to hear. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Curbs. All right, Brooke. See you, Gary. Have a great week. See you. Happy opening week. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That is Voice of the Blues, uh, Chris Kerber, and that's gonna be that's gonna be great. The Blues finally starting. Their, I am so done with preseason talk. I feel like it just drags on. But you're excited for the Blues to start this season. Indeed. We're high on hopium. I like what he said there about this group already seeming to come together, and they will have a bonding trip this week in Dallas before they go into the season opener this Thursday, which will be Dallas Stars at seven o'clock. And hopefully, the Blues will be able to start out this season. Season strong.